Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In this video, we're going to cover a DI Conform workflow using EDLs and DPX file sequences. If you were using a previous version of Flame Premium, the workflow has changed and you might be missing out on some useful features. And if you're used to using AAFs and XMLs, this video will still benefit you as there is a lot of crossover functionality when it comes to conforming. Now let's get straight to business and start off in the conform area of Flame Premium. When it comes to loading EDLs, there are actually a variety of methods you can use. The interface clearly tells you to right-click to load an EDL, XML or AAF file. These options work fine, however they will take you to a variety of modules to get the job done. I would like to show you the easiest workflow I can think of to make conforming as straightforward as possible. So switch to the Media Hub. In the library, I already created a few folders for the conforming workflow. To save a bit of time, I have already imported my HD offline reference as well as some OpenEXR leaders to top and tail the conformed sequence. Now let's talk EDLs. In the previous versions of Flame Premium, the resolution of an EDL was initially determined by the project's resolution. This is still the case today, however it is easier to adjust it if necessary. Let's look at this scenario. I'll navigate through the directories to my DPX scan folders. Using scan subdirectories, I can expose all the media buried in the subdirectories of the scans folder. Switch to the EDL Import Options tab. I'll switch from Resolution from Project to Select Resolution. You can manually dial in your resolution or you can copy the resolution from the selected media. This will help avoid resolution inconsistencies and unnecessary resizes. Next, I'll navigate to the directories to the location of the EDLs. This is a multi-layer conform with two layers. One layer is the base edit and the second layer is for any VFX or optical work. To create a multi-layer EDL assembly, ensure that multi-assemble is enabled. If this is off, you will get two separate sequences. Now selection is equally important. Always select from layer 1 upwards in the multi-layered sequence. So I'll select V1 first and then control click V2. Drag that into the conform folder. Having a quick look, you will see that there is only one clip in this folder. If you hold ALT and click on the clip, you will see that the sequence has the resolution determined by the DPX media. Let's move on. Switch to the conform area. At this point, nothing is loaded in the conform window. This is because the clip needs to be open as a sequence in order to conform the media. Bring up the contextual menu over the clip and choose to open. Ensure the clip is displayed as a timeline and display the preview viewer if it is not visible. Now I'm going to do an optional step that was not possible during the process of conforming in previous versions of Flame Premium. I'm going to add my offline HD reference as a new version track so that I can check all the incoming media before linking it to the sequence. Here's a tip. If you click the version plus button, the version track is added above the existing conform. But if you hold control and click the version plus button, the new version track will be inserted below the existing conform. So now I'll go to my offline folder in the library 
and drag the offline reference into the sequence. In the patch panel, assign the offline reference as the primary viewing track. You should now see the offline media in the preview viewer to the right. So how does this help you? This will all make sense when we load the media for the sequence. Now just as a reminder, when it comes to importing an AAF or XML, the formats are normally smart enough to automatically load the media into the conform. This differs from EDLs that just contain tape names and timecodes. So the bottom line is that at some point with the EDL workflow, you need to direct the EDL to the media in order to conform properly. So you could have imported the media into a folder prior to importing the EDL. In that case, you would set a search location on the folder through the contextual menu. If you haven't imported the media, click the Set Search Location button under the event list. In the file browser, I'll navigate to the directory containing my scans. Each directory represents a clip and its tape name. If I venture into one of the directories, you will find another directory with the resolution. Inside that directory, you will find the DPX sequence. Now you don't need to go into each directory to import the DPX media. I'll return to the top scans directory and enable scan subdirectories to reveal all the media from this level and any subdirectories within the structure. So we can see all the media at once, however you can still fine-tune the metadata settings before importing the media. As an example, switch to the Format Specific Options tab. Next, change the view of the file browser to List View. So we can see the file path, tape name, timecodes and many other aspects of the file sequences. Now I'll select all the media using SHIFT-CLICK. Currently, the tape name and timecode being assigned to all the clips are derived from the header of every DPX frame. Switch the tape name to be applied from the directory. The tape name is now being sourced from the directory two levels above the DPX sequences. If you switch that to one level, the tape name being applied to each sequence is now the resolution directory name. The point I'm trying to make is that every facility's pipeline is different and you have the option to customise the origin of the metadata applied to these DPX sequences. In my case, I do know that the tape names in the DPX sequences are correct for my EDL, so I'll switch it back. Finally, in the General tab, there is no Cache Source Media button. If you do need to cache the source media, cache the conform sequence after it's been consolidated with the media to ensure you don't waste any time and space on caching unwanted frames. If you're happy with everything, go back up one directory, select Scans directory and click Set. We'll deal with the event list in a second, but I want the media panel to deal solely with the task of conforming. Click the Conform tab. The status column indicates that multiple entries have been found for each edit. So you need to understand what criteria the conform is looking for to do the match. As I mentioned, EDLs are generally about tape name and source timecode. Click the Match Criteria pull-down menu and disable whatever is ticked. Now enable tape name and source timecode. If the preview window is not visible, click the Preview button. Now I must clarify that the tick status shows that a match has been found, but the media is not linked to the sequence just yet.
When you click on any one of the entries, its potential match is loaded into the media panel. You can clearly see what clip is going to be used. If you had multiple matches, they would be listed in the media panel. Now here is where the offline reference can be used before linking the media to a sequence. Remember that I assigned the offline reference version as the primary track in the sequence. And this primary track is always displayed in the preview viewer. So as I click each entry, you will see the potential media loaded in the media panel. But you will also see the corresponding frame in the offline reference. This can be used as a visual confirmation that you are linking to the right media. And this will come in handy when you are dealing with multiple match options. This is the reason why I added the offline reference sooner than what you might have done in the past. If you are happy with all the matches, click Link Match Sources. Now you can switch the media panel back to the All tab and switch to the Timeline area. For the final continuity checks, we can compare the primary and secondary tracks. I'll quickly scale up the offline reference to match the DPX sequence. Now I know my material is Log, so I'll switch the viewer to Log as an example. If you have the right colour transform, please ensure you set it to the viewer. So my DPXs look correct, but the offline does not. Just select the offline reference segment and call up the effects ribbon. Apply the LUT Editor Timeline effects. In the Conversion pull-down menu, change the option to Lin to Log. The colours will never be exact, but it's good enough for the continuity check. Now you can toggle between the primary and secondary viewing in the patch panel. Or you can click the Player Options pull-down menu. Choose Show Viewing Settings or press ALT F5. Under the Compare Mode header, you can toggle between primary and secondary. If you choose Difference and unclamp the colours, you can scrub through the sequence and if everything lines up, all you should see is the burn-in. If I stop on this shot on my VFX optical layer, you can see a difference. In this case, if I switch to the Blend Compare mode, the shot has just been reframed in the viewer. I'll turn off the Compare tools and set the main sequence as the primary track. To finish off this video, at the beginning and end of the sequence, I just need to edit in the leaders. Ensure that Ripple is off for the sequence. In the Media panel, I'll expand the Leaders folder. I'll drag and snap the head of the leader to the front of the sequence and overwrite the old segment. And finally, I'll drag the end segment from the Media panel. Holding CONTROL, you can snap the tail of the leader to the tail of the segment and overwrite it. So we've conformed the EDL sequence and linked all the media. I'll close the sequence and press CTRL-S to save the project. Please note that this was all done in the library, but this could have also been done in the desktop. As a final step in my example, I'll make a copy of the sequence to a desktop reel so that I can complete the finishing work. So I have an original conform in my library and a working copy in the desktop. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.